Welcome to Sideline Sports. J.B. Ellis, joined with my co-host Jake Malik, John Shear, and new to the program, new host Dave DeRocher. How you doing today, Dave? I'm doing good. Hey guys, out of respect, you know, I I, I put on my my rated rookie, <laughs> you know. Dave, I, I, Dave I know. you have taken this in stride, and I love it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and and you know, guys, you you know, my my rule was, oh, Tuesday night. I, I know you guys are East Coast guys, but here on the West Coast. <laughs> It's Taco Tuesday. So uh, I said, as long as I get to eat my tacos, uh, so tonight's carne asada, as long as I get to eat my tacos while you guys are talking, you know, offensive linemen, we didn't get to be big by not eating. I'm starving. I've been holding on to these things. Uh, so uh, you said, okay, Dave, eat your tacos. Say something smart once in a while, and you can come on the show. So here I am. It's already funnier than Jake. I, I mean, right. and he's better looking than you, John. That's not. I mean, granted, that's well, not that's not hard. <laughs> that, that's a low bar. Yeah. I mean, I weigh I weigh as much as a wet blanket. Like, like it's not John, way more than me. You, I was gonna say you weigh as much as one of his arms, probably. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I want to get to the tacos. This guy hit the, the ball like it, at Top Golf. He hit it like four hundred yards, and I'm hitting it like a hundred <laughs> yards. Like, so are, you know, is I mean, come Asana, on. But hang on, is Cardi Asada the Taco Tuesday go to, or, or is that just this week? Are we going to see different tacos every oh, week? That's well, what I got every go. week. You no, know, I told you I, I'm going to bring up variety, and you know I already got next week's lined up. They're, oh, I love go. this. Oh yeah, this, this is. I'm excited because wait, I'll be honest with you, I don't always get tacos, but now that I put my, you know, I put it out there, and he said, "Well, you now you got to do it. Now you got to commit." Good. You really got to commit to the bit because now if you in. don't, you know we're going to get on you for it. So just be warned. Yep. So uh, next week's shrimp tacos. I got to step nice. up my game for next Tuesday. I'm going to have some. Great you got to have some food, John. Because you used to we be all got to have we all got to have a plate of something different for next Tuesday. All four. Of us. What do you East Coast guys eat on Tuesday? I eat what whatever. I eat whatever, uh, whatever's in the house. Whatever he sees in front yeah. of him, he just yeah, inhales pretty much. It. You have a, so you have a bowl of Cheerios uh, next hey, week, and hey, maybe <laughs> JB we'll got some pop ramen. I had a bowl of ice cream the one time. I was just chomping yeah, on one a bowl time. of ice what, cream. One right? time, it's like time. What do you mean? That's how it's the like start every other week. I started a show without a shirt on the one time. I mean, I'm just and, and we're all that. still scarred. Dave <laughs> is the only one here that Dave, still has I just want you to know. JB's reaction was, Dave, you are so incredibly lucky because what happened was, and then we have a guest and we got to get to him in a minute, but I was not going to wear pants, John, but no, I thought better that John so was with on. camera off. And we said, John, why is your camera not on? What's going on? He said, just, you'll see that I have a surprise. <laughs> and when we hear John is a surprise, you'll, you'll learn oh, yeah. very quickly. John and surprises are a very, very bad thing. You yeah. don't want that to happen. <laughs> so he comes oh. on and he's, you know, camera off and he turns on the camera and he goes, what's up, guys? And he's just got no shirt on. We're like, oh. And we're all just like, oh, my eyes. They hurt. This is terrible. It was like the light was just bouncing off of, you know, his pale body. Oh, it, was it was like, scary. oh, this is terrible. So, and now oh, our guest, that, Steve. Uh, okay. On that note. Hey, from from Naked Dog to Steve. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Steve for better take. Steve, I'm sorry you had to follow that. You know, we must have lost half our audience thinking about John without a shirt. But welcome to the show, Steve. Yeah, thanks for having me on. So what's going on with the gambling industry? It's it's booming right now. Everybody's betting. We were at Radio Row. He means JB is betting on everything. JB bets on everything. 
FanDuel had a had a booth. Caesars had a booth. What's Don't going on the with, with the industry? Yeah, it's pretty insane what's happening. You know, it keeps growing and growing, and it's really uh, the diversity of products out there and the different bets, and it just uh, it's really amazing how it's just exploding in every possible direction. And and really, the amazing part though is just how just how in five seconds everyone's embracing it. The leagues, the media, everyone. It just turned from this pariah thing into this really like accepted part of society just overnight. That really is the most amazing part about it. I mean, so, you know, it's, and it's funny you say that cause I, I, I don't gamble. JV does. He does the gambling for all of us. So <laughs> he, you know, he more than enough for all of us. Right. Exactly. He takes care of that. So, you know, I don't know. And I don't know if you know, but I'm just curious, what is the next step for the gambling industry as a whole? Because it used to be, it was so frowned upon. Now it's in the public specter. Now it's, you know, it's more accepted. What is the next step for the industry? Where, where do you go from here? You just become mature. It's just more of the same. I mean, it's, you know, it's, you know, it's going to innovation will slow. You know, this is like a boom. This is like a wild west boom town, boom time thing, right? With all kinds of crazy stuff going on and all kinds of deals. And it'll, it'll slow down. There'll be some consolidation. It'll, it'll turn into Europe. I mean, Europe, Europe has been around much longer than us. And, and Europe is, isn't dead, you know. Yeah, so it's it's just going to mature. Like it's just not going to be as fun anymore. It's going to mature. There'll be consolidation. There won't be as much innovation. And uh, I don't know. I think I think really the um, you know the question is what are the operators going to do? Because they just they all have the same product. They're all competing with each other. Right. And that's the real question. What's going to happen? They're all paying these incredible affiliate bounties because it's this big land grab. And that's all going to end, right? That's the thing that's going to change the most is the operators and. I don't know what's going to happen if there's going to be, I mean, there's a, you know, the, the industry is growing exponentially and especially as these, especially as these new states come online, it's got this like built in growth, but at the same time, there's too many operators and they're all trying to differentiate themselves in certain ways, but they're really, no one cares. I mean, we just want the best odds, like right, really right. nothing like FanDuel can do for me. If, you know, if I get a half point better deal, I'll go to the other place. Right. So right. I think the next evolution is going to be what's going to happen to the operators and how, are they going to retain the customers? How are they going to, what are they going to offer people so that people don't keep jumping? You know, what, how are they going to do, how are they going to create brand loyalty and how are they going to get people to stick with them versus people just jumping, you know, to whoever's got the best deal. Right. But you know, here's a dark horse in the industry. And um, I don't know, this is really, I kind of am really into the, uh, the peer to peer thing. And I think that, um, you know, it's kind of not, you know, not spoken that much. And, and I went to the gambling con- conference in New Jersey a few months ago, and there was a whole panel discussion on it. And people were really negative on it for some reason. But I feel like peer-to-peer is the obvious future because there's no VIG. And, you know, imagine, you know, all, you know if you didn't have to pay 10%, if you paid, you know, 1% or 2%, I mean, it would turn a lot of losers into winners. And I think that's a bigger deal. So I think the, the kind of unknown thing that no one's talking about could be the rise of peer-to-peer and getting rid of the operators because they just – you know, they just don't seem to offer much to me. It's like, I don't get what they do. They take my bet, but, you know, what else do they do? And what else but could they do? Anybody so, can take a bet. It's not anybody, like it's... Yeah, they don't offer anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're bookies. You yeah. know, Steve, when you're, when you're saying that, it reminded me I was in the financial services industry for 20 years. And I remember paying these huge commissions on stock, you know, and so the stock had to move, you know, a quarter or half a point before you're even in the money. Yeah. You know, so to, to shave that off, I mean, it just makes it a uh, much, much better winning percentage for sure. Yeah. 
that's a good that's a good analogy. And I think the same thing is going to happen. So I think the, the future of the industry, I think, is going to be maybe the rise of peer to peer or I think the future of the industry is cutting the big way down, maybe through peer to peer. I just don't think the operators are going to be successful at offering. You know, they're, they're all talking about offering some kind of personalized experience or they're all talking about offering something value add, you know, mm. but at the end of the day, what could that even be? Like, who cares? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're just going to bet where we get the best deal. Okay. So, um, so I don't know. It's interesting where it's going to go. And, you know, we'll, uh, we'll just have to see, but uh, it's probably not going to be as fun. You know, it's probably now, right about, now. Right now is probably the heyday. Right now is probably like It's the, new. It's exciting. What about It'll become normalized. Company? What about your company? What makes your company a little bit different? So we're awesome. We're basically what we do at Better Takes is we're trying to get players to win more. And what we do is we have an algorithm that shows players their strengths and weaknesses so they can make a more informed betting decision. And there's nothing like it on the market. I bet college basketball and I developed this because I was looking for something like this. I'm just a player. I'm looking for something that's going to tell me how I do in certain situations. And I couldn't find anything out there. So I built it myself. And the program I built is way better than anything I could have imagined back then. And what it, the way it works is you enter a prediction. You say, like, I like the Lakers tonight. And then it searches through your betting history. It finds situations that are similar to the game that you're betting on. And it distills a whole bunch of variables into one number we call an edge score. And it shows you your edge score, which represents your proficiency for that particular bet. And then you can make a more informed betting decision. And it's got a lot of variables there. And it really helps you become a winning player or at least win more than you would or, or improve your performance because it really shows you where your weaknesses are and where, you know, until you have these things staring at you until someone tells you, Hey, you, you suck at this. This is something that you aren't. Really good at. And it just kind of self-corrects the areas that you're weak on. It makes you like think twice about betting them. Like it, it'll, it'll tell you things you're good at, but you don't need to know that you're just going to bet that anyway. Right. But it shows you things you're weak at. And then you kind of make a more, you know, you kind of make a more nuanced, you kind of like, all right, maybe, you know, and maybe it, I shouldn't know, bet this. So it's, so it's yeah. kind of like, it'd be kind of like telling Dak Prescott, like, Hey, you're not very good here. <laughs> let me put it right in your face. You're not very good. And it's kind of like you show him and now he actually wants to get better. Or, or, or really, I think like John, what you mean is, I, I think what you mean to say, John, is when Dak looks at the other team and thinks it's his team and throws interceptions continually. There you it, go. It's like putting a neon sign above other players' heads saying, this is not your team. Don't throw it to him. Exactly. So, it, it gives you that warning. Here's what Steve's exactly. program would do for me. Exactly, exactly. Steve, Steve's program would say 100% opposite of whatever you're thinking, yeah. Dave. It's exactly <laughs> the work for you. Hey, I had the Eagles by three touchdowns. So that tells you my, my betting prowess. I, I've just been on too many fields where we had no business being in the game and winning, and and on the field where we should have blown yeah. them out, and we and we get and we get beater. I I just man I I I love I get I get into it, but I'm horrible at it. <laughs> yes, well, it's it's a lot harder than it looks. Yeah. Now, question for you with this: um, Do you also do player props? Because that's something that's big now with save game parlays. Right. We don't do that yet. Right now, we just we just launched. We're brand new. You can download Better Takes at the Apple App Store, or if you use other operating systems, you can go to a browser and type in mobile.bettertakes.com. We don't have player props yet and same game parlays, but we will. We will have all that. Um, right now, we just have straight up uh, point spread, money line, and totals. But pretty soon, I mean, we have crazy stuff in the pipeline, like player props. You know, like you can say like, hey, I think LeBron's going to get over 27 points tonight. And we might come back and say, well, if you think that is going to happen, 
then bet the under in the first half. Because when you have that opinion, this is what usually happens. So it's a way to take an opinion you have and look at what normally happens when you have that opinion. And so the, when we start adding player pops, it's going to be really cool. Yeah. Wow. So actually your program would cause me to lose more money because if I'm, if I'm taking my theory and you're giving me more theories based on my bad theory, I, I'm, I'm going to be bad, in bad shape. <laughs> we'll probably probably allow you to bet more and lose the same amount, really. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> we'll make your losses stretch, you know, a little more. Yeah, that's all right. So, all right, I'm going on whatever site I'm going on to bet tonight. Where am I finding better takes to, to to help me with this? And how long does it take before you guys give me an accurate read on my, well, what I'm doing as far as my Luckily, we have something called BetSync. If you use a legal U.S. sports book, we can download your entire better history, your entire betting history into our app, and you can hit the ground running. If wow. you don't have that, you nice. start entering your bets from scratch. Even in a week or two, you start getting useful information. And it's fascinating. It's incredible looking at your stats and looking at how you do. Even if it doesn't help you win anything, it's just amazing. Like we have a, It gives you context. It's nice to know yeah. I suck. Yeah. And be and told like, I suck. You know, like our, <laughs> we're really ruled by our, like, you know, by our subconscious. And our unconscious really rules yeah. a lot. And maybe like six years ago, we bet three home teams with points in a row and they all won. And we're still chasing that every single game. We haven't right. lost that or something. So it really points out your patterns, your biases, things you wouldn't normally, you know, things that you can't, don't get illuminated. Things that you aren't like actively saying, oh, I do that. You're not going, oh yeah, I think about that. You're going, no, exactly. this is just how I bet. And you fall into a pattern and don't think right. about it. It kind of gives you that little heads up like, hey, just an FYI, this is what you normally do. This is exactly what our program does. Love so it. where can we find the program, Steve? So you can download it from the Apple App Store, Better Takes, or on a mobile browser, go to mobile.bettertakes.com, and we'll tell you what to do from there. Beautiful. Steve, I want to thank you for coming on and letting us know about Better thank Takes. You. Yeah, thanks You're a lot. I actually, you know, this is my first live thing ever. I really didn't know it was live. <laughs> Glad I wore a shirt. Well, <laughs> no. Oh, God. John, you oh, and Steve man, should no. be best friends. You, we were just talking about you not wearing a shirt. I mean, come on. Yeah, the so. match made in heaven. Well, it's definitely a pleasure having you on, Steve. You're always welcome to come back and yes. let us know of any uh, updates on better takes or any successes that you guys have with it. Because it's always interesting, you know, when you're looking to try and have any edge when you are uh, when you're looking to learn and have an edge when you when you place it a bet. Well, we definitely appreciate you coming on tonight. Thanks. I'll keep in touch for sure. Appreciate it, Steve. Have a good one. Thanks, Steve. All right. sideline sports i'm jb ellis host with jake malik and all my co-host john shear and dave de rocher so we're going to talk now about the new york jets and the fascinating decision they have to make with the quarterback in the upcoming season so let's start off with you jake what do you what do you have in mind 
look, we, we were talking about this before the show, and JB, I'm stealing your thunder because I know who your quarterback choice is as well. So I'm sorry, but not sorry, because you chose me to go first. This is your fault. I, I think Derek Carr is a good choice, but I think Jimmy G, for me, is probably the better choice. And the main reason of that is is really two things. Jimmy G, number one, I think he is, you know, he's a great distributor of the football. And that's what I really like about him. I looked at him on San Francisco and he was very good at, hey, let me get it to my playmakers. And number two, the thing I think the Jets have that reminds me of San Francisco a lot is they have a really great run game. When Brees Hall is healthy, of course, he was phenomenal from the beginning of the season. And that's what helps Jimmy G for me, I think, is having that good run game. It puts less pressure on his shoulders. And Derek Carr, while he's a great quarterback and he did have a good run game, this season he did throw a little bit more picks. And I like the idea that I get, you know, instead of 24 touchdowns to 14 interceptions for Derek Carr, I'm talking 16 uh, touchdowns, which is less, but only four interceptions. And that's only in five less games started, by the way. So I think Jimmy G distributes the ball really well. And he's going to keep the ball in my hands if I'm the Jets. And I like that. So you're wrong for many reasons. One is you <laughs> took way too long for your opinion. Well, what? So, Jeez. So, Not all opinions so, are right. John, yours will be so wrong. Right away, that. You're automatically wrong because it took you too long to explain your opinion. Uh-huh. So, so you're so you're on mute for a minute. You're, you're done for this segment. Wow. John, what do you got going? Uh, yeah, I mean, come on. Jimmy G to the Jets, that's just stupid. You got to be able to score points in the AFC. And you score points with Lamar Jackson, the highlight reel. You put him on the Jets. You trade for him if you're the Jets. Put him with Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, and those weapons, and that offensive line, and that defense. You could definitely contend in the AFC East and in the AFC in general with that defense. And Lamar Jackson, give me Lamar all day. Better than any option you guys are going to throw at me. John, Jimmy's a winner. Don't forget that. Yeah, he's won zero Super Bowl. I'm not muted. You can hear me now. I unmute myself. I'm ready. <laughs> so listen, first of all, you're both way off base. That's all I'm going to say. But go ahead. What do you got to say, Dave? Uh, so uh, didn't, didn't Brett Favre go to the Jets? Yes. Sure did. Yeah. So will Aaron Rodgers. That's <laughs> no, you know, I, I, I actually like, uh, um, I like what John had to say. Um dynamic um the only thing I, I would agree with jake is that you know at least jimmy's been on winning teams he knows how to win Thank Derek you. Carr has just been on you know just has no winning experience you want to you want a winner at, at quarterback and uh, and the rest of the team will take care of it so um either one of those i think would be good fits yeah i mean i you know what i kind of like the jimmy g i think the guy's a winner he played with with Salah, you right? called me wrong, you jerk. What is he? What? Why is this guy a winner? What has he won? I don't understand. He's a winner. So, what is so he doing? He's on the Patriots. I'm going to explain. Jake, you were wrong because the point was way too long. <laughs> and I, you're going to take just as long, but that's fine. No, no, no. I'm going to be quick. Let's Jimmy go. G controls the ball. He's safe, and the Jets have good pieces. <laughs> This you is what I you said. Don't need to do anything. You don't need to do anything fancy if you're Jimmy G. You just have to distribute the ball. The Jets' defense is what's going to win them games. They're not an offensive juggernaut. Jimmy G is the answer right now. In the future, it'll be somebody else. But I like Jimmy G. But I, I you know, I'm not opposed to Lamar Jackson. I, How I are you putting up be... points with Jimmy G when you got to play the Chiefs? Hold on, the can Dolphins, we Bills, take a time out for two seconds? I said the exact same things and I was wrong because apparently I was too long. But then you say and you're right. What's up with that? You, you were definitely too long, which is why you're wrong. And, I went for what a minute, not even. Yeah. You, but you were wrong for so many reasons. 
And what are they? Please tell me. What was I wrong about? Please. I'd love to know. You know, yeah. Like I said, I'm the new guy, so what do I know? How are you going (laughs) to score points against the Bengals, Chiefs, Dolphins, Bills? I mean, nobody answered that question. Lamar Jackson gives you that ability to score points. Jimmy G gives you points, the chance to not turn the ball over and put up 17 points a game. Big deal. You're not winning anything in the AFC if that's the guy you're going with. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me. Look, I prefer Jimmy G because of the winning, like JB said. And you're going to ask me, who did he win with? He brought the Niners to the Super Bowl. His Uh, defense and run game in Shanahan brought the Niners. His offense looked pretty good to me. His offense this season when he was playing looked pretty good to me. I'm not saying he's perfect, but he certainly has good offenses. He's not the flashy, exciting guy. He's not Lamar Jackson. He's not Aaron Rodgers. He just happens to win and take teams higher and further Thank than you. they should go. And that's for the Jets, that's an accomplishment. What are you going to get with Aaron Rodgers as a headache that nobody needs? Oh. You know, what are you, what are you going to get with Lamar Jackson? You're going to get a guy that who knows what's going on with his knee. Was he really hurt or was he upset with what happened with the Ravens? So, you know, that has no Derek relevancy Carr, when he gets paid on the Jets. It does because maybe maybe somebody else gets paid more. He doesn't feel it's enough then. You know, he just. Are we talking about winning? Or are we talking about money? Well, if I'm the Jets, it, I want to win, but also not together. have a headache. You want to win, Lamar Jackson can win you games. He's a highlight reel. He can break does, does open Jets, games. Jimmy G can't break open a game. No, Dave, they don't. That is yeah, another. Issue. There's the other problem. You they know, don't want to spend hey, money. Look at look at the Browns. I mean, the head office predicates so much how a team does it just it it permeates throughout the it, the browns you look them on a paper and every year they should have beaten everybody and they can't you know they can't figure it out so yeah. if your head office is a mess your team's going to be a mess that uh, it just i don't know that's at least something i've experienced well, i, I, I mean, think right the, the jets front office has gotten better look at the the pieces that they put together the last few years you know so they're actually like the giants trending in the right direction mm-hmm. But they definitely need a quarterback. They, they've been wrong on quarterbacks yep. for the last 15, 20 years. Yeah. That, that's a huge problem. You're not going to win in the NFL without a quarterback. And I will say to Dave's point, I mean, he did say Aaron Rodgers. They The Jets did what the Broncos did, yep. bringing in Nathaniel Hackett just to try and lure Rodgers there. It didn't work with the Broncos, but he's now the offensive coordinator for the Jets. And that's just to try and lure Rodgers there. Kind of like, That's what it says to me, at least. I mean, yeah, that's I mean, what it says to me, yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, although although you do have Derek Carr parading around NFL Network today in a, a green we're in a green Jets tie, tie, you said, yeah. you know, Jets colors, you know, so maybe maybe he's telling us something that we Look, that we don't know yet. Or maybe he's Irish. It's almost uh, <laughs> it's coming up so, on that. T- you're right. Yeah. But look, that's not, that's not looking good too much. If, we, if I wear red, I'm not a crip, so or blood or whatever. <laughs> look, if it were up to me, I think Jimmy G is a solid option. Carr is is a close second for me, and Lamar is just too expensive. That's the only issue. If Lamar wasn't so expensive, I would love him, but he's going to be, yeah. And and same with Rodgers. He's going to be a headache, and he's going to be expensive. And, and yeah. Dave, you said it. They don't spend money on quarterbacks. Yeah. Or anybody, for that matter. Anybody. Yeah. So Go, go through the roster. and Well, so I, I would say I would say go through the roster and, and, and name a player that you guys would because you guys are in it. I will say this. I watched the NBA All-Star game, and I'm like, holy smokes, man. How long has it been since I watched the NBA All-Star game? Because I didn't know half the cats on there. 
Don't feel bad. Oh. I didn't need It's not really a game. The NBA All-Star game is like the it's worst a joke. exhibition. It, it's gotten bad. It's, you know, it's not mean. the well, worst. Showed, the Pro Bowl's the worst. Well, mm. they, showed, they showed highlights of Jordan and, and Kobe, and they're they're dean each other up and still yeah. scoring, you know, yeah. and, and, and getting after it. I mean, that used to be a game. Anyway, off topic. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> And, and believe me, guys, hey, I get to blame old age and concussions. I'll be all over the place on this thing, you know. Uh, you know, John, what's your excuse, John? What's yeah, what is that? Excuse? I have kids. He drinks too much. I work in a factory and I have kids. Like, you wow. know, I'm Fair enough. you know. John's inhaling the fumes. That's what so he's let me ask you this, further. Steve, because, I mean, JB just said that the NBA All-Star Game is the worst. What do you think about the Pro Bowl? Uh, it's, yeah, it, it it has got well. It's now a flag football game, right? And it might as well. Yes. It's, it's yeah. been two hand touch for 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 a decade. And you know, I'll tell you, I went when I was younger and I watched it, and 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 Lambert and and Conrad Dobler and those guys are playing. <laughs> it was a ball game, you know. I mean, yeah. he, 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 Sean know. Taylor when he knocked out the punter. Yeah, you know, because you know, and because it, it just wasn't about the money. It was yep. about playing the game, and those cats love to hit. And love to play the game, and that's what football is. It's a gladiator sport. What's ruined the sport is money and and the guaranteed contracts. And you know what? Don't hurt me. And you know if I'm two and fourteen, who cares? Because guess what? I'm coming back next year. You know, yeah. my my contract's guaranteed. Um, that's so that, sh- that's a whole other show. That's as what well. Deshaun Watson I, I goes. But, yeah, Deshaun that, Watson laughs and goes to the bank and says, "My contract's guaranteed." Bye bye. Yeah. But the Pro yeah. Bowl is, was another opportunity to hit guys. You know, yep, and yep. to do it against the best of the best, and so it's just changed. You know, and I get it oh. a little bit, but it's. Could it's you imagine an event where you're just pulling off? JB and I sat there at a bar watching this thing, and guys are just pulling weights off of the back of this, <sighs> and they're it was and then the they're pulling. Thing. So it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It's like wait, wait that's your idea of an to, event. We're gonna jump onto a mattress to catch a ball <laughs> excitingly. Hold on, <laughs> I mean. Hold on, I can't wait. I was yeah. like, "What?" You know, I still didn't get it. I was, like, I'm still trying to figure it out. I, I love the the greatest catch stuff. That's cool to watch. You know, just to see guys be, you know, ridiculous with that. I'm cool with that. That's fine. I like the QB accuracy stuff because that's just, you know, I, I yeah. it's enjoyable. There's nothing boring uh, about like, that. But the like game itself, it's, it's like awful. putting a nine foot rim and having a dunk contest. Yeah, it, it's you just, know, I mean, yeah. a, a padded mattress, and you know, it's like, come on, I mean. <laughs> What, where is the challenge? Where are you showing me your skill? At that point, yeah. I can do that. Yeah, exactly. We do yeah. do that. I yeah, exactly. But no, I, it's just I digress. It is boring. Yeah, um, yeah we're so, supposed to talk about, about head coaches. I think. Yeah, we can do that. Sure. Um, so we have a few minutes to oh. talk head coaches. Yeah, um, yeah. Real quick. So so far, you know, a lot. what's been the surprise for you guys? Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the one I like is is Peyton going to Denver, and the reason yeah. why is because I like Russell Wilson. I I think he, uh, you know, when you take a lot of money and then you get thrown into a, a bad program, and 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 you know, he was he was he was set up to fail. Um, you know, the the way they they had things laid out for him in Seattle, and he had two awesome receivers. All he do is huck it, and you know, and those guys made him look look great. Well, you know what? then let him do that. And, you know, I think, I think uh, Peyton would be a, a great coach for, you know, giving him a chance to get back on track. And he's just a great kid. Um, you know, I was there at the NFL uh, breakfast last year when he was awarded the Bart star award and listen, listen to him speak. And, you know, so I just, I, I hope that it will, uh, you know, 
at least set him up for, for but, some su- success. Yeah. So you would you would have to say Peyton was the what everybody wanted, and for him to basically have his choice of whatever job was out there, yeah. he Sounds has to believe to in Russell Wilson. Yep. He he has to yep. believe that Russell Wilson wasn't the guy that he was last year. Well, yeah. so, I don't think he was. I, you know, like I said, I think the system was just it just it just looked awkward. He just didn't yeah. seem comfortable. He didn't seem like himself. No, there's no run game. There's just no game plan. But here's what here's what's odd is maybe the offensive line should stop blocking and let him just run for his life because he did that for <laughs> ten years in Seattle and he, he did great. just fine. Yeah, he's got a ring to prove it. It, it, it. Oh my gosh, like poor kid running for his life and just hucking the ball and and winning every every season. You know, yeah. so. I, so uh, what do you guys me, think about the enemy, though? I was. And I'm sorry to cut you off, Josh. I I got I, I got to know you, how you're the offensive coordinator of a team that's gone to three Super Bowls and won two of them, and you leave to I go st- to the Washington Commanders, which is a, a team in disarray always. I'm convinced you live inside my brain <laughs> because I was literally just going to see you were asking what we thought, and he was the guy that was on my mind. Um, I, I get that he gets in upgrade i think he's like the assistant head coach or something and he gets a little more money and that's all nice but i don't know about you i I would not want to leave kansas city for anything other than a head coaching job and even then i don't know that i would it's a cushy job it's a lot of winning and the best quarterback there's there's more to this man than just hey he he went took another job i i would imagine he was waiting for andy Reid to retire for years and years and eventually he's like, Andy Reid's not retiring anytime soon, and I want to be a head coach, so I'm going to go to Washington, the only place it's going to take me. For whatever he, reason, nobody else is not taking a, He's him. not a head coach. But he's not a head just, coach. But, but, he's still an OC. Hold, hold on before you jump the gun. But it's an, uh, but it's a – you see there's more – he's getting more things attached to it. There's more attached yeah, to it, more control, and the control is what matters because there's a, he's eventually going to be a head coach. And I think that the writing is on the wall. I think he knows that in Washington. I think he knows Rivera's about out the door. Like, Rivera's close to being out the door in Washington because, I mean, I think this season's either put up or shut up. And I think – what what's that? Why would you want to? It's a dumpster fire, Washington. But you want to be a head coach, and you're not going to be a head coach in Kansas City. You want to. You're going to tell me he couldn't go anywhere else to get the same deal he got in Washington. Nobody's given him a chance, JB. Nobody's given him an opportunity. That's the thing. Because you thought think, maybe he's just hold on. Have you just thought maybe he doesn't interview well and that's why he hasn't gotten a job? Stop. Seriously, think he'd want to be a lateral transfer with just a drop more. You think anybody? I don't think anybody was. I don't think anybody was saying, "Gee, let's call up the enemy. We can get him to be our offensive coordinator." I'm yeah. sure if teams thought that they would have been calling by droves. It'd have been 29 well, then teams kudos on the phone. to the Washington Commanders for thinking up something different. Because I mean, again, he ha- he he is, and I don't want to go this route, but you have to go this route. He's a black man, and we know that they don't get as many opportunities to Understood. be head coaches. And he has to do what he has to do to try and get a head coaching job. And he, he probably feels that he wasn't going to get a head coaching job any other way. So he's trying to get his foot in the door with that. That's just my opinion. But but we've seen it. There's not a lot of uh, black coaches, head coaches out there. And he's got to do what he's got to do. So I don't I, – he's got to find his own path as a coach. Like he can't just sit behind Andy Reid forever. And I commend him for trying to take his own path and, and make his own mark. I, I commend him for that. Uh, 
I can get behind that. But again, when you've got Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback, I don't care if he doesn't do anything but sit there and get paid to sit there and just has the title of OC. I wouldn't want to leave unless somebody's absolutely hey, offered me the, the job of head coach. I, I tell you what, I could be the OC at KC. With that talent, and I'll tell you what, what nobody's talking about is that is Pacheco in the back. That guy's a beast. I love him. Love him. Yes. He's a beast. And, a Rutgers. Cast, and he runs people over. Huh? Yes, sir. So let me ask He's you this, Steve. You played in you played in the NFL. If if you're a if you're a starting running back, if you're a starting offensive lineman, but but you don't have the job, but you have an opportunity to go and play elsewhere to actually start, or you could sit on a team that's winning and just be a bench bench guy. That's different. You probably want to go and actually play, just like the enemy actually wants to go and make his own mark. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. don't want to just sit behind somebody forever. I mean. And just like you guys said, oh, well, he could just sit there forever and, and just win. Well, everybody has an ego. Everybody has, like, is trying to make their mark, is trying to do what they do. And if you sit behind somebody forever, you're never going to get to do it your way. That That's how I see it. Yeah. I, see, I can agree yeah. with that, but I think the example you give is a little different. It's well, different when you're all the field. The enemy is not it's sitting behind. It's the same behind. thing as it being a coach. It's the same but, thing. No, it's not. I'll tell you why. Because Biennemi gets to be in the spotlight consistently, as talked about, as part of one of the greatest teams. And also, he is the OC. He's one of the top guys on that team in terms of the coaching staff. You're talking about a backup, you know, on any position. They don't get talked about. Biennemi is discussed quite he's frequently. He's always overshadowed by Andy Reid. But John, always John, be that way. But John, here's, here's, the, here's the opposite side to your, your thought process, is that he is so highly touted because of the success of the team he's been with. Now he goes to the commanders and doesn't have that success. Now he's not touted. And now he's not talked about because he's going up to a team that's a mess and that, you know, and they start losing and all of a sudden, Hey, I thought the enemy was this great offensive coordinator and they're, you know, and they're, you know, eight, eight, uh, 10 or whatever, whatever, how many games are playing now, but, but you're no, a football life, player, you know? Dave. So like, hopefully, are you going to live your life in fear, or are you going to go out and take a chance? Well, that's a, that's a whole other topic. I think that's a different podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're watching online sports with with hosts Jake Malik, John Shear, Dave DeRoche, and JB Ellis, myself. So let's talk about another interesting hire. The Jets went out and got Nathaniel Hackett, who got fired in Denver. The obvious guess is that they're going after Aaron Rodgers. We spoke about the Jets' quarterback situation before. Is this what the Jets are going to turn the circus into this year, yes. Dave? Yeah. Who, who, hey, who's the only one that said that uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. The old guy. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. You know, uh, everyone everyone's playing for today, and uh, and Aaron certainly has a couple more years left in him. I just don't know that, the, you know, the, the Jets have the, the talent around him. I mean, he's, he's would be leaving one team that doesn't have a whole lot of talent to, to go to another. I don't. Um, yeah. you know, I, I think, I think it's fun to watch him play. I got to me, actually got to meet him and hang out with him a little bit when he was here in orange County, they did a fundraising event. Um, and I, and I got a whole new respect for him, the way he interacted with the, with the kids and the crowd and, 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 and he, he's, he, 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 you wouldn't know it sometimes because media or how things get portrayed about players. Um, but when you get to witness them and hang out with them for a day, and 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 they're doing a, a charity event, and you see how they're just you see the real them probably their character, yeah. right? Um, and so I all of a sudden now it's like, man, 
I want to see him do well. And it's fun to see him smile, throw the Fair ball around. Yeah. When, he, when he gets that little smirk, you know, <laughs> you, you, you know, oh, he, I know he, exactly what you're talking about. You don't want you to see it, but man, but he, you see, he, you catch fun, it. he is so damn good. Yeah, it, it, you said, can you smirk, imagine I, the New York media though? Oh, hold on, but you him. say that smirk. I think of him against the Bears. When he's like, you know, when I own you, that's that's yeah. what I immediately think. Yeah, he of looks out of the corner and he's smirking but, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he won't have that smirk in New York. I don't think so because yeah. because the media will abuse him. The media in New you York is horrible. It's, hey, I didn't say I didn't say it was a good move. I just oh, said he I just said that's what going to happen. <laughs> Look, teams make stupid moves all the time. It doesn't mean it's the right one. It's just his opinion. And but to you got to be able to keep quick. up with all the teams in the AFC, so I understand the move. Understood. You don't got to worry, but you don't. But, if you're the Jets, you're not like, oh wow, the media is going to eat him alive. Like you're trying to compete with again all the teams in the AFC, the the Bengals. Yeah, Chiefs. You, you hold, on, hold on, hold on, time you, out, time out. To Dave's point, very quickly, I agree. It's the same team. It's a lateral move as well because good running back. You've got a solid receiver Garrett Wilson versus Alan Lazard. But after that, in terms of offensive weapons, there's nothing else. He's going to run into the same issue. But the Packers don't it's, have the same defense as the Jets do. No, I understand no, that. But I'm just talking what he can control. I'm just, my point of is Aaron Rodgers' side of the ball will be the same. So in terms of situation, you know how he acts. He's very me, me, me. We all can admit that as a player, it's what he can be like. And that's not a bad thing. But he, I don't know if he's going to improve his situation, and I think that's kind of what Dave was alluding to. I would agree. I don't know that that's, for him, the best move. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, it's just wild. What about the Patriots getting Bill O'Brien? It's a good move. I mean, they had him before, and it makes sense. because They don't have a quarterback familiar. for him, though. There's so a fami- it, familiarity. There's that word again, Jake. Can't say that word still. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. He was there before, and him and him and Belichick know each other, so um, it's a great hire. I'm not happy with it because I'm a you know I'm a Dolphins guy, and I'm like, damn, like mm. I want you to stay with uh, with a defensive coordinator and Matt Patricia and a special teams coach in Joe Judge. Why don't you stick with that it as your matter. offensive coordinators? And, it and they do matter. have a quarterback. They have Bailey Zappi, who I think is going to end up being a starter over Mac Jones. Oh, we'll I think he's that. better. I don't play better in the game in the time as he was on the field. He didn't play a lot, a small sample size, but I, I don't disagree with the statement. I, no, again, we have a small sample size. So I'm not arguing that you're wrong. I just don't know yet. Mac Jones is not great either. It was, he's okay. I don't, I don't know that Bill O'Brien is going to have enough to work with. That's what I'd be worried about. I, I would tell you though. Uh, so John brought up the dolphins. I mean, I guess somebody had to, um, thank you. Is, uh, <laughs> But an interesting topic, uh, which isn't on cue or anything, but uh, Tua and the concussion deal and in oh. the future there, um, you know, uh, it's amazing to me that when he hit the ground and he got up and they said it was his back. Well, you know what? If I hurt my back and I got up, guess what I would grab? My, my back. back. I wouldn't grab my head. Okay. He got up and he grabbed his head. Wait, oh, Dave, I love you already. But You're now, saying the things now, we all so say. I've gotten, to, I've gotten to know his dad, you know, through Jesse Sapolo. I do uh, men in the trenches here with Jesse, and you know, he and the, uh, uh, gosh, I can't say their last name. To his families, uh, they're very Heck close, and, and, they, and they do all the Polynesian Bowl. We've been doing that for yeah. years together, and gotten to know them, and they're just great people, uh, faith-based people. And you know, uh, gee, I just, I hope, you know, whatever decision he makes. You know, you look at Steve Young and just the multiple yeah. concussions, and now he's really, you know, he at least states he's suffering. But, um, 
you know, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see who they get uh, or, or they just keep riding right into a look. I hey, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers would be great down there. That so would he'd be, have a good that time. That would be an awesome move. Him oh, with Jim Tyreek Hill. Oh, he'd have a good time. Because yes. he, I mean, that, that 12 yard boom, 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 and let those cats <laughs> run. <laughs> and I've become friends with Teron Armstead. He is a talk about a good young man, good dude. We we coached together in Marcus Williams' camp out here in the Inland Empire. Oh, nice. And, nice. and uh, he comes out, he and Marcus Williams are best friends. He flies out and, and spends his time. And it's so funny. He goes, Dave, you you take it. I'm like, Trump, <laughs> you're one of the best left tackles, you know, in not only current, but you I mean you're you're good. He goes, Ah, Dave, you just coach him, you know, and he just, <laughs> he just likes being there, you know. He just likes he's yeah. just having a good time. So All he's right. got he, you know, Aaron will have a, his backside protected, that's for sure. That is for sure. Oh, yeah. So, real quick, there's two more topics I gotta hit on. Number one, and JB, you're wearing a giant's jersey, so it's perfect. Can we just talk about just for like a minute here? Daniel Jones asking for $45 million a year because I, I understand quarterbacks are paid well, but I've asked to the three of you, who does he think he is that he earns $45 million a year, which would make him one of the highest paid players in all of football? I think he's Dak Prescott. <laughs> I, I listen. Yeah. As the, as the get other giant fan. Of, I guess so. As the other giant fan of the room, I don't, I wouldn't give him forty-five million. No, you know, I, I would go thirty-five to thirty-eight, maybe, and, and yeah. hope he hope he takes it. But he's not worth forty-five, and you know, I'm I'm still not sold on him. I don't think no. that the one year is enough for me to say, okay, he did it. You know, this is what to expect next year. The same thing with Gable as a coach. You know, the first year, oh well, and good, you overperformed, but you got to do it year two. So I believe you. Year one is great. Fair enough. You know, I have a warm feeling. I think you could do it, but now you got to show you me. you got to prove me you can do it again. And now there's expectations. The first year, there was none. And the same thing with Daniel Jones. This was his best year by far. Do I think he Absolutely. can do this again? No way. Take a, take a one- or two-year deal with a small amount. Show me you can do it again, and then we'll talk $45 million. Was it, Wasn't he with the Steelers for a while? Who? Daniel Who? Jones? No. Oh, Daniel no, Jones, no, drafted. Drafted Jones was drafted by the, by the Giants. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Never mind. Oh, oh no. so I wish the, the Steelers would have taken him. I wish too. Yeah, I would have taken somebody else. The only reason that I can see him asking for 45, and if he's smart, what he'll do is he'll wait until these other deals transpire. Because if they transpire, the market continues to go up. If Lamar Jackson yeah. sets a market and he's getting 50, 55 million, Jalen Hurts is getting 50 million, guess what happens to the market? It goes up. The salary cap just went up. And then Daniel Jones getting 40 or 45 doesn't look as bad because other guys are starting to get 50, 60 million. Mm. And then it doesn't look as much, especially with the salary cap going up. If, it's just the market. That's why the quarterback market, everybody's starting yeah. to get paid that. Like like Dave just said with Dak, everybody's getting paid 35, 40, 45 million. That's going to be the norm eventually. And I think Daniel Jones understands like, hey, why not that. ask for this? Because that's going to be the market I, anyway. I think it's the detriment of the team because you pay yeah. one cat that much, and then there's no, he's got to have somebody to throw it but to. But he knows, I mean, he's like got he, no money to, to spend. But on I think the problem he knows is this is his only opportunity at a big payday. No. Oh, I know, I know why. But I, I think there's it. an issue that he's not thinking about and nobody has raised yet. Can anybody else name a team that is? going to say I need a quarterback so bad that I'm willing to pay Daniel Jones after just one year 
$45 million. Name a team and I will concede because I and don't it think it wasn't there is... even a great year. It and wasn't. That's even... my point. I don't, I think he is going to come to the realization very quickly and very painfully that there is not a market for him at $45 million a year from anybody anywhere, so, which is why I disagree with like you. He decision. can run my the ball, question, but he can't throw what it. it. What would it cost to get Lamar to I, pivot off him real quick? Honestly, uh, probably you know, about the similar money. $50 million I mean, a who, year? Who would you rather have? Even say $55 million for Lamar. Jones, 45 for Daniel Mike. Jones. You know, without, it's a simple pivot, and you're getting a better quarterback. I agree. Right? I agree. You, don't, you, don't need a, you don't need a running back, because then you got a quarterback yeah. and a running back. Exactly. Back, you know? No. So... <laughs> Yeah, but no, if I'm the Giants, I think really the move right now, for me at least, I would suggest go worry about Saquon Barkley. Go go, go, go take care of him because I think yep. this offense can run really well with him in the offense and another quarterback if Daniel Jones decides, hey, I'm out. If they get a veteran quarterback, I think they'll be okay enough that they can live with it. And I think, like I said, Daniel Jones will come to a realization that he's asking too much. It's gonna He's going to have to take a lesser deal. And the Giants will be able to get him back. I, I think that's why right now you just go focus on Saquon. Don't worry about DJ because he'll he'll realize he'll come around. And and he's got to keep Saquon. I, I agree. Touchdowns is what he threw, I believe. I mean, that's yeah. he wasn't like, great. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, he can you, run the ball. Don't also, get me wrong. But... You also have to go with the. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> thank you, JT. I really appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, John, you you could have played receiver for the Giants this year. That's who the receivers were. Yeah, they, they were a mix of no names. It was yeah, it was but, bad. But so I mean, you got you got to give him a little credit on that. Yeah, and I but, do. But you know, who was his favorite target? Saquon Barkley. So who do the Giants need to keep, no matter what? Saquon Barkley, because I, he was the offense. I, I said that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. If I you... if I'm Daniel Jones, I hope I get franchised, and I hope I prove what I did this year was for real. Yeah, with some better help at receiver, and then you ask for that kind of money, and you'll get Absolutely. it. Absolutely, I think you you're hundred percent correct on that. You know, that's his best hope is that they don't, you know, uh, franchise tag Saquon, and then they're not going to be able to franchise tag him. Yeah. Because then yeah. he's going, then he's stuck where he's going to have to get a deal done. Yeah. And so he's not going to get that money. I again, I think it's going to be a rude awakening. All right, real quick, there's one other thing, unrelated to football, but I saw it. I think it was over the weekend, and I, I just such a stupid situation. I'm sure we all saw what I happened like with Tiger Woods, right? Go on. We all saw what happened between Tiger Woods and I believe it was Justin Thomas. Oh, yes. I mean, yes, I love it. I agree. Look, I'm going to make this very brief. I don't think he needs to apologize. I think everybody needs to grow a pair and shut up because it was just two friends (laughs) having a laugh. And you know what? That's like when I make fun of JB or John or Dave, as I'll start to make fun of you eventually. Yeah, because you're on the East Coast. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely correct. Yeah. Look, if I was absolutely of, correct. If I was but, at one but, of Dave's uh, you know, golf events, because Dave has his golf things. If I was at one of his events and obviously I, he would drive the ball out further than me yeah, and he did that, fine. I wouldn't be upset. I wouldn't expect Just, anybody to be upset. We'd laugh. Like laugh. two guys laugh. It's a joke. Big yeah, deal. Wag it over. I, I get people didn't like it. But they were having – it's just two friends having it's a moment. It's not – like, okay, yes, they're on TV, but they shouldn't have to not be able to poke a little fun at each other so and have a good laugh. It's, 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 we have to look at the people that don't like it because, you know, it, it, you know guys are guys, yeah. and guys do dumb stuff. I, I have true. two buddies out here, and, and, and they see who can who can uh, slap a, 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 
what do they call those maxi pads on another person's back, you know? And they laugh, and then, and, and then they like they're five years old, laugh right. about it, you know? And we're all it's laughing about it now. Anything, especially if you're friends. Now, now, I will tell you this if you didn't know, dude, very yeah, well, that would be weird. I mean, that'd be that'd be in yeah. poor taste, but your buddy. I mean, that's I'm sure he's just laughing inside, you know. They, they were just and, having and a who, good time, you can tell. And who is who is someone that should tell me what I should say to my friend? You know, that yeah, it's I, offensive to somebody else. And, and look, you know, I, I, I get know. where people are coming from that they believe it was in poor taste, and I can understand why they said it. I'm not saying that those people are wrong to feel the way they feel, but guys, you have to remember they were just having a laugh, it didn't. Yeah. You didn't make fun of anybody. You didn't say anything inappropriate that, you know, was racially inappropriate or, or, or you know, making somebody feel uncomfortable sec- you know, with a sexual comment. It was just a stupid joke. And I, un- again, I understand where people are coming from, but it's just two friends having a hey, laugh. Let them be. If there wasn't a Zoom lens out there, nobody would have known. You're it's absolutely like, right. Hey, it's- hey, lighten up, Francis. And you, know. I, you know, and you know the great thing about it—if it really offends you, you can turn the channel. You don't have yeah, to watch. It's crazy. Yet. Just stop watching. Hey, yeah, don't zoom you in know. on the picture. Yeah. You, you've never seen it. I'm sure yeah. you know Dave played football. I'm sure there was plenty of things that you've seen happen in locker rooms or practice fields. I'm sure, there's plenty of things never. where it's like, "Hey, this is just between the football players." I, I might have been involved in a couple of things like that. You never maybe, know. Maybe never. Just a handful of jokes. Yeah. Hey, 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 but you have to remember, I played before you guys were born. So before there were cameras and before there were, you know, I mean, there there was no cell phones. There, I don't even think, only, only doctors had pagers. You know, our phones were connected to the wall. So, uh, you know, yeah. So yeah. fortunately, there's nothing to document the, the dumb stuff we did. Oh, darn. That's how, how it should how be. How disappointing. That's how it should be. It's like being that... in Vegas. What happens there stays there. Yeah. Like. So you know what? Uh, not and, always, but yeah. And, and, to, <laughs> and, and to again, that, if you're offended, just turn the channel yeah, and you're you done. Know, look at look at Lawrence Taylor, right? Okay, we've all heard his antics. Does anybody get really that upset about what he did? Hey, Does I got people it. freak out. No, it just it was funny. He did what he did, and it was stupid, but he did it, and that's the end of the conversation. I got it. I got a great LT story. Do we have a second? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I'm always. So, I always have so, time for an LT story. Right. So uh, my buddy that I played ball with in Montreal for two seasons, his name is uh, Jeff Novak. Played about seven, eight years with uh, Jacksonville and uh, Miami, and um, and he spent one year in, in New York as soon as we got done. And I'm talking to him on the phone, attached to the wall, and uh, and he goes, "Hey, Derosier." He goes, "Hang on, uh, LT is going nuts. I'll call you back." <laughs> so he calls me back. He goes, "He goes, Derosier, you're not going to believe this." He goes, "Because it's the end of the season, LT's cleaning out his closet." He's going, hot damn. He goes, hot damn. He goes, Christmas has come early. He found a game check from the previous season for 75000 bucks. Oh, my god! He never cashed. And, had, and he goes, wow. I didn't tell my wife about this one. You know, I mean, I, that's a lot of money to, to yeah. not even oh notice. Gosh, was, was yeah. missing. And so they had to reissue wow. him a check and, 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 and current date it. Yeah, over a I, year old. Love that. I love grand. that. But you uh, know what? It's just, again – you talk about LT, he did so many stupid things, and we all know about them, and they're yeah. all public. But could anybody name any time that like people freak out about 
you know, him calling a, a prostitute to another team's uh, hotel room. I mean, you know, it, he's never admitted that he did it, but it's pretty public knowledge. You know, JB, who we were speaking, I think it was Gary Reasons, right? They were, yes. And he, yes. he didn't officially confirm that it happened. No, he But wouldn't. he certainly yeah. did, but did he, not deny it. He didn't it. deny it. Right. There's no denial. So it's one of those things. Okay, so L- LT probably did that. Who cares? Nobody cares. Yep. And I got to be honest, it's a heck of a lot worse than what Tiger Woods and Justin Thomas just did on the golf course. And nobody bats an eye. Nobody. You know what I think? You know what I think it is with that? It's people like to argue and debate and cause cause issues. They got to see Agreed. relevant. It's and, also clickbait. You know, Whoever took that picture and posted it yep, or whatever. You know, that yeah, they're getting a lot of money for they're it. They're getting a lot of money, know, a lot of attention. Yeah, I thought it, instead I thought of it talking about in there. Yeah, but instead of talking about golf and you know whatever the yeah. the we're not talking was, about the sport. We're, we're talking about the moment. We're talking about two friends that you know did whatever they did that really. If they were if they were playing by themselves at a private course, nobody would have known. We were at if we're at the first and goal uh, fundraiser coming up in March, <laughs> and I did that to John. Nobody would have seen it, and it would have yeah. been great. If you know, I beat we you in, if I beat you and Dave in cornhole, me and Jake beat you guys in cornhole. Uh-uh. I would uh-uh. do the same no. thing. I would beat your ass, Dave. No. Don't even start. Oh, no. All right, all right. Oh, all great. Right. Now, now you're making enemies, John. Oh, no, let no. go. <laughs> we'll beat you. All It'll right. Be, it's fine by we'll me. We'll probably though. even skunk you. That's yeah, my. You know what, John? I'm not going to talk about the previous thing. I don't gamble. Um, I, I got a hundy that we, we beat. I don't care. You, you just put me. You put oh. me with anybody, and and uh, we we got that. I, I think the punishment for John. I think John's punishment and Dave. If we were to lose, I think jo- you can punish John, and this would be funny. You give him a wedgie, but oh, no, no, I, I, I say you specifically, you and John, because John's the smallest of us, smallest of us, and you, you are the strongest me. of all of us. You could physically pick him up and hold him in the air. <laughs> why, why and I want to see that. Why am I getting punished? I got to grab his underwear. Yeah, I won. You don't have to. I just anybody could do it. Low on the show. If if anybody could do it, it's you. You're the strongest of all of us. I mean, John's really, light is Jake, pretty funny. It doesn't funny. take a lot to to you know, <laughs> break me in half. I really don't weigh that much. Uh, we know. I mean, John, you haven't been know. to any events ever in your career, but you know, oh, when you get me. to one, you know. Ooh. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that, Jake. I mean, I didn't Ooh. see you. Watch yourself. I was looking John, for you. I'm supposed to be your cornhole partner, <laughs> so watch what you say. Oh, you I will throw replaced, the game. Buddy. You got replaced already. It's all got replaced You're with out. taco guys. So hey, are, are you guys all coming out in March? Um, uh, we'll uh, see. I hope. I hope I can. We'll, we'll see, see what the wallet says. I agree. Know, if, if I can afford to get out there, we'll see how much I can afford. Well, hey, hop in a car right now. Road trip it. You got. You guys got it. <laughs> there you go. All right, JB, come pick me up. JB, go get John. Then come get me, and we'll all go out. <laughs> all right, all right we're Yep. Oh, thanks. Really, I appreciate that. All right, real quick, Dave, I first have to say, when you were eating tacos before, I, I don't know if anybody caught it. I couldn't stop laughing because, not because, like, you eating is funny, but you were just, dude, you were, like, you were so excited it. to eat these tacos. I, I love wait. it. I love it. You guys are killing me. You know? It was great. I love it. So yeah. continue to do that, please, because it's fantastic. And oh, I just, worry. it's just This is my dinner time. Yeah. Hey, I didn't get to be this size by, you know, skipping a meal. And I ain't going to, I ain't going to skip a meal. By skipping meals. Sure. I got this size by skipping meals. And yeah, on that yeah. note, we have about a minute, about a minute left. Dave, I'll start with you. Just tell people where they can find you, any information you want to give them. Well, I'm, I'm in my, I'm in my office. 
<laughs> Very literal. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, uh, I am on Instagram, Dave DeRocher. I'm on Facebook, Dave DeRocher. I'm on LinkedIn, Dave DeRocher. It's real fancy. You know, when you're 58 <laughs> and you play football, I, I got to figure out where to find myself. So I, I keep it I keep it simple. You know, you guys all have these call letters, and I don't know who the heck I'm talking to. So anyhow, and uh, and, and please check out my golf tournament. We're, we're raising money for veterans and veteran Absolutely. support programs here in Orange County. Uh, we have Anthony Munoz coming, uh, Nate Boyer, uh, Tony Vaselli. Gonna be a good Byron time. Scott, Timu Solani, Adam oh, Kennedy, the cast of the Mayans. We got so many uh, celebrities, but it's all about raising money for our veteran and veteran support programs here. Uh, check us out on my website. It's uh, www.thefirstandgoalproject.com. All right, JB, real quick. JB underscore the program, confidential tomorrow night at 10. Beautiful, John. Blue Hawks 13. I mean, that's really all I got for social media. Beautiful. You guys can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Malik. You see everything scrolling across the bottom of your screen for Sideline Sports. And on that note, have a good one, and we'll see you next time. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here. And I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric House Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music.